It's Chris Moore of Moore Pittsburgh on the radio with you. 866-391-1020. That is our number. No guests, none, zero. I'm here until 9 o'clock. And I fear no competition. I compete with uh, playoff football and March Madness and everything else all the time. Uh, So I fear no broadcaster, and we're open for discussion on a lot of issues. Paul, who's out in California, you're on KDK. Hi, Chris. This is good to hear from you. Um, <laughs> you called me, but it's good yeah, to hear from yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, there is a, a book out, a new book out called uh, Close. Oh, God, what's the name of it? Uh, anyhow, what it deals with is um, the wave of sudden deaths that seem to be happening to people like, who was that Buffalo Bills player, Damian Hamlin? Who collapsed on the field? Well, he didn't die. It's yeah, the, he didn't it's die. DeMar, it's he, Demar Hamlin, but he did not die. Yeah, he did not die. It was the other one. It was uh, Lisa Marie Presley that died. Uh, yes, but um, the the point of this is that um, what we're having right now is um, I'm unvaccinated. And I am so glad I'm unvaccinated. I knew, I'm I knew you were going there, but to suggest that <laughs> any of this has anything to do with vaccinations, I think it's preposterous. But go ahead. You oh, can, no, that's you can, fine. I, love I allow people to be preposterous on this show. That's right. I love preposterous. So I, I have a Ph.D. in biology. I've been studying this stuff a long time. When I was 11 years old, I did a vaccine study on my strawberry patch just to test to see if I could make the strawberries ripen faster. And and in studying um, biology over the years, I've done a lot of research on vaccination studies. You have to have a group called a um, a, a, a control group. Fifty percent of the fifty percent of the vaccinated have to be unvaccinated. Well, and I don't, the I don't have a PhD in that, and I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay, we're on the same page. Okay. Um, good. So, but most people don't know this, that you have to have the unvaccinated, because I've been punished like crazy. Um, people tried to, uh, a guy tried to kill me because I was unvaccinated. Well, there are all kinds of crazy people out here. I told you we've got a murder problem here. You're lucky you weren't uh, a victim of that. But I don't think we're on the same page when it comes to vaccines. Oh, okay. Well, just the same. Um, There is uh, a way around this problem to understand it. From from a biologist's point of view, um, and if you take vitamin C hourly, according to Linus Pauling, you um, don't get the flu. You don't get COVID. I've, I've read so, the work that Linus Pauling has done about vitamin C. I think that there may be something to that, but a lot of people say uh, that's vitamin C is not a preventive uh, for all kinds of things like the flu. I have not been sick for one day for 40 years because I take two grams of vitamin C an hour. No, I take and, vitamin uh, C also. Nowhere near that much. And I can't recall the last time I've been sick with the flu or cough or cold. Yes, yeah, very good. That's but great. I'm not taking anywhere near as much vitamin C as you are. Okay, all I'm saying is there is an alternative to 
getting a shot. That's why the... You know, you're not a medical doctor, and I cannot allow you to practice medicine here on the radio. You may be a PhD, (laughs) uh, but, you know, I'm not going to allow you to do that. I've read uh, about Linus Pauling, and I know he's a very famous scientist and uh, a Nobel laureate and all the rest, but uh, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say, everybody take vitamin suggest to me that it is a good idea to get the vaccine, including this latest booster, uh, and I have done so. If you are disease-free, whether you attribute that to taking huge amounts of vitamin C or anything else, I am happy for you. Uh, but I think you're rolling the dice, and uh, those dice might come up snake eyes on you every once in a while. And all those theories about uh, Mr. Hamlin and others having the vaccine, and that's what caused them to fall out. Uh, uh, the infectious disease experts say that's simply not so. There have been a number of young people, particularly teenagers and below, who have gotten a vaccine, who have developed some sort of heart problems, uh, and some have died. Uh, but that is not a reason, because they say that's minuscule. That's not a reason for the great majority of us not to take the vaccine. That's what they tell me, and I believe them, and I believe my doctors that tell me the same thing. All right, uh, let's go back to the phones, and we'll go to Dave and Rankin. Dave, you're on KDK. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm swelling you. Good. Uh, comment on the last caller. I agree with a lot of what he was saying. Uh, I don't take vitamin C. I take multivitamins and fish oil, uh, but I haven't been vaccinated. And, you know, I have many of the warning signs for someone who would be negatively affected by COVID. I'm substantially overweight. I have high blood pressure. Uh, but I had it twice and, you know, I, I, am fine. You know, and I'm not saying I'm not twice. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. And I'm not saying I'm not fortunate, but you know, I have a very good immune system, you know, going back, uh, well, just my current job, I've been there four and a half years all through the pandemic, never missed a day of work. Uh, but anyway, neither uh, have I, and I've been vaccinated. Well, good for you. I and, and well, I'm glad that's what it I say. Good for you. I'm glad it's worked for you, but I think you're rolling the dice. Right. Well, as far as the deaths being attributed to the vaccine, uh, more and more of it is coming out. I don't know if I shared the video with you. I know I shared it with a couple other guys um, on KDK uh, about the young athlete. I think he was a soccer player. He had been vaccinated and he died suddenly. And they attribute it to the vaccine. Well, that has and, happened. As I said, I've interviewed infectious disease experts where they say that particularly young people, teenagers and below, have had adverse heart effects from the vaccine. But that is so minuscule, uh, and the vaccines have protected so many more people uh, from dying uh, that uh, that's part of the risk assessment that these researchers do when they develop vaccines. Some of them are going to cause harm. Well, in, in this particular case, uh, FEMA, and I don't know offhand what FEMA stands for, but the local FEMA wanted to... Federal Emergency Management Agency. There you go. Uh, the local FEMA, it was down south somewhere in the southwest, they tried to pay off his parents to say he died from COVID and not the vaccine. So I think this stuff... Let me stop you just right there because some people say that if you do get COVID and you have been vaccinated, uh, Mm -hmm. that uh, you you may have other things that cause you to die, but without the COVID, which made it worse, you would not have died. 
That, that's right. what they tell the doctors tell me. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Um, anyway, there's a. I told you about this before. There's a vaccine adverse events uh, reporting system, and it's on the uh, CDC website. It's called VAERS, uh, but they bury it because they really don't want you to see it. If you wouldn't I have, talk- I have read every article on global research uh, from people who say that vaccines are causing deaths worldwide and that it's it's a fake pandemic and all the rest. Uh, and uh, so there's nothing that you could send me that I have not read already. Uh, and uh, again, I say good for you that you've uh, survived it, uh, but a lot yeah. of people haven't, and I'm not going to take that chance personally, okay? No, I don't think it's fake at all. I, I just think that vaccines are good for many, but not necessarily not necessary for many more, and that is young, healthy people, especially children. Well, so, uh, pa- that may be partially true, as I've talked to infectious disease experts that say that uh, for teenagers and below, uh, this has caused some heart problems for them. Right. Okay, Chris, we're good talking to you. Have a All good right, night. Thank you, Dave. Uh, I'm telling you, um, I think you're rolling the dice uh, when you do this kind of stuff. And who knows what's going to happen to you uh, as you get ready uh, to prepare uh, for life. Uh, but vaccines have uh, helped people throughout the time that uh, they first came up with them. Uh, and uh, as for me, I will believe in them. And I'm telling you, there's nothing you can show me because uh, I've read it all on global research, how they think that they, there's a, a pandemic or something is going to happen and uh, it's all a fake and people are dying from the vaccine. I've read all those articles. Uh, but I've decided to go with the people that I interview and the doctors that I trust. I took the vaccines. Okay, uh, let's go back to the phones and let's try Joyce and Butler. Joyce, you on KDK. Hi, Chris. How are you tonight? I'm swelling you. I won't hang up on you. I need more time than you even give me, but I'm going to try to make a long story short. December 17th. My daughter was rushed from the Butler Hospital to Pittsburgh, UPNC. Thank you for having the hospital for us. She had a massive stroke, and they say all of this is coming from, are you ready for this? She got COVID. She had COVID for two weeks before this and did not know it. She had been sick for two weeks and went back to the doctors. Now, I don't know what that doctor told her, but she went back home with antibiotics. Two weeks later, December 17th, she was life-flighted to Pittsburgh. She had a massive stroke, totally paralyzed on her right side, 45 years old. And the doctors all say it come from COVID. And please, if you're listening to me out there, this is real. It's really real. And if you were to see my daughter today, active, 45-year-old, took care of herself, living on her own, she's a vegetable. She needs to come back to life to where she was before. And they're saying it's going to take a year to get her back to where she was. And she may never walk right again. Oh, my goodness. So, you know... uh, she she gets colds, you know, when along. She's like me. She gets a normal cold, you know. You leave her go for a week and try to take over-the-counter medicine to try to get rid of it. Well, 
she went back to the doctors because she wasn't rid of it yet. And I don't know if they tested or not. I don't know that. But anyway, we found out through searching through whatever records you would say who had the COVID shot and who didn't. They found out that she has never had any COVID shots. So last week they gave her her first COVID shot, and four weeks later she'll get another one. She doesn't even know what's going on but right I, now. I don't know if they work, 45 years old people. It I will don't know if the COVID shots. I don't know if the COVID shots. what you have. Oh, That's oh. all I have to say. All Thank right. you for letting me talk, Chris. Thank you, Joyce. I don't know if COVID shots work retroactively. I don't know what good it will do for her to get one now if COVID was the cause of all these things associated with her disease. I hope and pray for her full recovery, whether it takes a year or six months or however long it takes. I hope she can respond, and I hope people are hearing your warning. All right, 866-391-1020. That's our number. I'm Chris Moore. We'll be right back. 866-391-1020 is our number. We've talked about COVID today. We've talked about this uh, uh, chat GPT. We've talked about uh, the war in Ukraine. We've talked about uh, viruses and whether you should take vitamin C or eat chicken sandwiches. I thought he was making chicken soup, (laughs) but now he claims uh, chicken sandwiches and he has it called COVID. So uh, whether you're taking vitamin C or eating chicken, uh, chicken is getting harder to come by. It's getting more expensive. I don't know if you've looked at the prices in the stores lately, uh, but chicken that used to be the go-to meat for uh, everyday people uh, is getting a little pricey these days. CBS News on the Hour. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. More than a thousand fans showed up to honor Elvis's daughter today in Memphis, Tennessee. As we gather today to celebrate the life of Lisa Marie Presley, while her light has gone out, please give light to her children and her mother. Lisa Marie Presley was just 54 when she died more than a week ago from a heart attack. Buffalo Bills safety Jamar Hamlin's cheering on his teammates today at Highmark Stadium for their AFC Divisional Round playoff game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills posted a video on social media showing Hamlin arriving at their locker room with the message, Welcome Home, Jamar. It's been three weeks now since his cardiac arrest. And right now, the Cincinnati is up 17-10 in the third quarter. This is CBS News. More real Pittsburgh 100.1 FM and AM 1020 KDKA. All right, let's go back to the phones, and this time we'll go to David in San Francisco. David, you're on KDKA. Oh, uh, yeah, hi, Chris. Uh, Gung Hai Fat Choi. Uh, happy Chinese New Year. Uh, the year of the rabbit, the year of peace, and it started uh, with the murders of 10 people who were celebrating it. Mm. Yeah, isn't that rough? I uh, didn't learn about that until half an hour or so ago. That was terrible. Yeah, midnight last night. Man, I'll tell you, I, I live in the city, you know, so there are alleyways down here. And if you've ever heard 20 firecrackers drop down an alley, that's one thing. But if you can imagine 500 of them drop down an alley, it just echoes all over town. It's, it's yeah, amazing. I saw one report uh, of of a ear witness uh, to the event saying that, that that's what they thought it was, firecrackers, because a lot of times they celebrate the Lunar New Year with fireworks. Yeah, somebody was telling me that part of the, part of the idea is, is that if you... Um, uh, you got to chase away the demons, uh, chase away the bad spirits. So that's what the fireworks are all about. 
But uh, yeah, in this case, it sounds like it was a little, little more noxious than that. Hey, you know, uh, I, um, I, it's a shame. I heard. Uh, well, first of all, you had an earlier caller talking about COVID, and and I think she said it was her daughter that actually had it two weeks before she really came down with symptoms. Mm -hmm. And that was the tough thing about COVID that you didn't know you had it, and then if you went around town for two weeks, uh, you could actually be spreading it, and then. Uh, that's what my wife said. Uh, she wrote me a text saying the same thing, that people who are not getting the vaccine, and like some caller said, well, I had it twice. Well, you might have been spreading it to other people. That's right, yeah. And the idea of doing your laundry, you know, during that two-week period, say, for example, your pillowcase, you know, you'd be breathing on it all night long, and it would, you know, be coated with uh, COVID viruses, and then you'd set your head down on it the next night, and the next night, and the next night, and then just breathing them back in. So it's, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it just being cautious and being smart is is a, a, a prime importance with this. And I'm really, uh, you know, I Paul was the uh, uh, that earlier caller that was talking about anti-vaxxer and all this sort of thing and vitamin, taking C. vitamin C. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've known him for 30 years, and I respected him 30 years ago because he knew a bunch of different things about John F. Kennedy. But in the case of COVID, you know, he said he never caught it. Well, that's utter crap because he and his wife had it, uh, you know, a year and a half ago. Well, how do you know this? Because I know him. I mean, he, he was a private eye that worked for me uh, any number of different cases. I... Um, I, he, he's worked in radio for many years. Uh, he had a show out here on a station called KPOO. K -P -O -O. I thought he was a Ph.D. in biology. Oh, he goes by every... I, it, that's why, he, you know, as he gets older, I think he went for uh, a naturopathic uh, degree. He's not a, a, you know, an M.D. He's a... a well, he said Ph.D. Well... I you know, I, I, don't know I, I don't know these folks. I have to take them at their word. I, anybody can call up and tell me that they... Higher and deeper. I think that's what it's... Yeah, piled higher and deeper. That's that's what I was telling Dante uh, a little while ago, our producer. But yeah, I, he, I, he, I don't know what to say about people who call in and tell me fibs. I have no way of doing a background check on someone in California. Well, I don't know if he's become delusional. See, that's... You know, he's going on 89 years old or something like that. He uh, He is in good health generally, but... He and his wife uh, were just about to go to China at the time that COVID kicked in, back in uh, 2020. Uh, I think they were going to go in December of 2019. And he claimed that he caught it uh, while he was over there, and he got over it. And then a year later, he and his wife uh, caught it again, and she ended up dying. And oh he... Goodness. He was out there in front of the hospital protesting the hospital. He got over it a second time, and he was out there protesting the hospital that they murdered his wife because he was a, a doctor and he knew how to cure it, and his wife died of ventilator abuse and all this sort of thing. I, it just, and then for him to and now claim that he never had it is just, he can't even get his story straight. So... Yeah, like I say, you know, there's this long incubation period, and you really got to be cautious about it. Do your laundry. Uh, you know, I still wear a mask. I was wearing one, uh, you know, this morning to, you know, go to farmer's market, things like that. And it's, 
San Francisco just lost, uh, I think we've lost about uh, short of 40 people in this year alone. Mm. And um, places like Orange County, where Disneyland is, uh, uh, Riverside County, they're losing, you know, 100 people a month. Uh, it's it's just sad, you know, the idea that, uh, uh, you know, people are taking advantage of it and then uh, uh, pretending it doesn't exist or it's a, you know, a germ warfare or something. Here in San Francisco, we actually have so many millionaires and billionaires uh, that part of the way that we've survived was they recognized that we're a sanctuary city, and that if you want to have a disease stopped in its tracks, you make sure the richest and poorest can get the vaccine, uh, the richest and poorest can get all the attention, you know, medical attention that uh, that can be provided uh, for free or publicly available, uh, and you're going to be able to stop a disease in its tracks. Well, on that note, I, I thank you for your comments, but I'm late for this break, and I need to take it right now. CBS News on the Hour. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. There's a new report that sheds light on New York City's dining scene since the pandemic started. A new study from NYU shows New York City's outdoor dining program led to a 12-time increase in the dining scene. 12,000 cafes, bars, and restaurants have set up tables on sidewalks or in parking lanes since the initiative launched in June 2020 to spark interest in dining out during the pandemic. As more workers return to offices in the city, lunchtime crowds have also increased. Ocean Prime in Manhattan reports lunch sales were up almost 80% last year compared to 2021. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, New York. More than a 1,000 people honored Lisa Marie Presley at a memorial this morning at Graceland in Memphis. The singer, songwriter, and daughter of Elvis Presley died earlier, a little over a week ago, rather, after suffering a heart attack. The 54-year-old was buried on the property last week. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Back to California we go. Ron, you on KDK. Thanks for waiting. Thank you. Um... Hearing uh, those talks relating to COVID uh, brings me back to my early stages working with students 40 years ago with truth uh, tasked to get the answers on it when they were saying uh, abstinence only was the only way to go when you had a disease that had an asymptomatic period for a young person maybe up to 10 years before full-blown age. And the danger of that with COVID, of course, with the asymptomatic term of it. Uh, I'm concerned uh, specifically, in a, and at one point with the president saying when he was getting a, a booster that, uh, well, uh, the COVID is over, when, which I'm sure he didn't mean that in totality. But now we have so many people who are disregarding that prevention is key to not only uh, the uh, factor of getting the affliction, but the long-term affliction, which could lead to other diseases, uh, and now uh, we have a uh, COVID variants that are coming back into play, more lightly affecting the, the senior community. Uh, Chris, I'm trying to see how is it that that people don't realize that mental health is also an affliction from the long term, and we have a long term just in the, the social aspects of it. Could this mental health and COVID be a cause for 
the more reactive nature of some of our mental health problems, such as the killings and other social uh, circumstances. That might be part of it, but I I don't expect that that's a large part of it if you want to attribute that to COVID. Uh, it, it could be there. That could be a possible link. Well, I, I don't see COVID as being the, the only person to to where mental health becomes in part of the picture, right? Okay. I see a lot of the social circumstances doing that as well, you know, the, the I would unconscious agree. bias. I would agree. And uh, uh, I, I'm not quite sure where we're going. I mean, racism is something that it can be stimulated from an unconscious bias and manipulated by media as it's been. And the former president who had COVID, maybe part of his uh, long-term denials have to do with some of the mental health afflictions from it. That's said in some way. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking, well, I, I was a, for the military and public and private hospitals, I was a court-appointed conservator, a volunteer. And I've seen a lot of cases, and some of the things I've seen him say and do, he would have been in observation for not only 24 <laughs> hours, maybe three months. So Well, they don't do that to presidents unless they, uh, well, they don't do that to presidents, I guess. <laughs> well, that's right. But uh, how he got there had to <clears throat> had to do. I, I, saw it, I saw it evolve. We all did. And he was evolving using people's internal prejudices, biases, and he built on that and built on that and then used patriotism. Hate for what? What's the cause? In well, the end, I, we're I all individuals. I won't even debate that. I think he was cuckoo uh, long before COVID. Um, uh, oh, I, I know that, sir. But I'm, I'm saying COVID, COVID could have, and, it, and, and no one can just Could have ex- exacerbated his mental health. Okay, I understand. Exactly. Um, That's all. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Come on, let me get a word in here, okay? Uh, David writes uh, on my message board, I believe Biden said the pandemic is over, not COVID. And I think that that's true. And when I have asked infectious disease experts about that, what they tell me is that COVID um, is is not like it was when it first started, when we saw morgues backed up, hospitals backed up. No room in hospital emergency wards to take care of people. They say it will always be with us, but it will be more like the flu, and we're going to have to deal with it in that manner. I would dispute that right out front. Well, I'm just you telling have, you what you the infectious the disease. Yeah, I don't know what your qualifications are, but that's what the infectious disease experts tell me. Okay, and they're not accounting for all the variants that are now manifesting themselves even in Africa. They've got HIV-AIDS patients there that they have to seclude, bring them separate from the rest of the community because their variants are manifesting. Well, Ron, what do you say to all these people? And I read these accounts on global research and other places that basically say um, that COVID has killed so many people. People have died of heart attacks and and the like uh, and the rest. What do you say to them that uh, the cure has been worse than the disease? How can I say the cure has been worse than the disease? That's what they tell me all the time. They told me that today. I'm asking you what would be your answer. I'm not clear on your question. Uh, What can be more clear? People say that COVID, uh, the the vaccine, has killed as many people as the disease has. What would you say to that? I would say I don't know what the variants are in the vaccines. 
what vaccines are we talking about? I don't believe that the, the vaccines that Americans have received ra- ratifies that case of position. All right. Thank you very much. 